Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults and people who believe in motherfucking miracles like rainbows. I'm never going to get over that song. I'm just not. It's really done something to my brain. You think it's like a mind virus? Like it's in there now and I'm getting dumber and dumber. Probably. And I'm going to wake up in a few like days. And on. It's like toxoplasmosis. Like, no, I have to paint my face black and white, drive to Detroit to hang with my homies. Ugh, I'm scared. This episode number 550, Carnage. A lot of that around here. A lot of people who thought there was carnage when there actually wasn't. Know what I mean? No. Both these stories, the first two things we're going to talk about, have massive oh, amounts of potential yeah. carnage. And, you know. They're going to call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Don't forget, Amazon is our sponsor. They love us. They would love you, too. You can buy stuff from them. Like Mother's Day and Father's Day are coming up. Yeah, I still have a Mother's Day list for me. Yeah, I know. No, if I don't get one before Mother's Day is getting a little closer, you're getting a glass dildo. Cut it out. And I will put it in a box and I will give it to you in front of the children. How about that? Motivation. What? I have guess you, I better put on my thinking cap. Have you given any more thought to just calling me Jesus? I will not. Lord and Savior? No, thank you. King of Kings? I'll pass. Fisher of Men? Fisher of Hobos? That one will work. Fister of Ladies? Let's not get carried away. All right. I thought I was going to have to use my super healing powers on Thing 2 this week. I know. Everybody's been having issues, though. It's driving me insane. Her problem is, is that... Yeah. I mean, to be fair... Even at her best time, she's like super clumsy. I love her and everything, but really, well, the coordination I, level is lacking. Yeah, and this week, all this week, she's been thinking that it's fun to run up to me and fake punch me. You know what I'm saying? Like she's mm. just playing around. Only inevitably, she stumbles a little bit, and I get socked in the gut with the full force of. Yeah, her but that's funny, right? No, not. It's not. When it, it happens to you. No, it's not. It's not if funny. If it happened to her, then it wouldn't be funny. Well, yeah. If somebody punched her or punched you, yeah, it would be kind of funny. I would laugh. Like, ha look at that. Mm-hmm. Accidents happen. Ha ha. But, you know, it's like ball smashing videos. I don't find them funny. That dude just got hurt. Why are you laughing? Okay. It depends on the scenario. Mm-hmm. I- I've seen you laugh at a couple. Yeah. Only when people had it coming. Would you stop making noise? Trying to do a show here. So. She, we got the, when we had the Six Flags, mm-hmm. you have this weird thing that I think is kind of funny because your exit from the theme park was always so sad and filled with tears mm-hmm. as you passed by the souvenir stands and you were told, no, we can't even afford right. government cheese. How can you expect to get anything nice? Mm-hmm. And you cried and cried and cried. So you have now made it your mission that whenever we leave Six Flags, you're going to make goddamn sure that we buy at least five overpriced, ridiculous things. Well, it's not just that. It's that I want them to leave on a positive note. I want them to have you right. know, a good thought on their brain as we're leaving so that right. they want to return. Right. I don't want them going dreading it. 
So, so yeah, we hit the we hit. I, I I don't let them buy like the Superman cape like thing one wanted. Well, you might as well though. Why? Because you're spending fifteen dollars on a big fucking thing. It can't was soccer not. anyway. They so. were only it was like two dollars. Okay, so we bought the straw full of pixie stick dust. That was how long? Three feet. Yeah, at least at least three feet full of the sour powder. It's just sugar with citric acid in it and flavoring. It's not right, good for the like kids. Who cares? The well, it used to be called Lickamade, but they don't call it that anymore. Fun dip now. I think those are actually two different things. I mean, I think were they, they were, I think they were two different brands. They were competing brands. Well, maybe so. Now it's just a big tube full of yeah, the powder stuff. Because Lickamade, I don't think came with a little candy stick, and I think that the other kind did. Fun dip had. Well, the now candy I've got to look them up. Look it up. So, anyway, they get this big fucking straw full of stuff. Now, the problem with it is, after you consume the first foot of it, yes, you have to tip it to get it, to get some to come out, right? Yes. And if you're, you know, one of our kids and you don't think very far into the future, you're liable to just grab it like it's the horn of plenty and tip your head back and see what happens, right? Yeah. Here's what happens. It's like pouring talcum powder down your throat. Yes. <laughs> that kid hit the floor so fast. I was sure she was going to die. She got, well, I mean, she was choking and coughing. Yeah. She got a lung she had full so much. Of, right. Of it. She got a throat full of sour stuff and it makes your throat close up. Just like it makes well, your she mouth She inhaled it. Up. Right. Breathed in at the same time that she was pouring it in. <laughs> Not a good idea. So all night you can hear her walking around going, <coughs> she was sure she was going to die. Oh, she was terrified. Well, she couldn't talk, of course, because she'd inhaled this stupid powder. Right. And uh, she was coughing, which is a good thing. And so I told her once she stopped coughing to get a drink of water so she could wash all that powder down her throat. Get a drink and pour it in her lung. Yuck. Plus that stuff burned. It's kind of scratchy anyway because they put too much flavoring in it or whatever. So yeah. it, it kind of chews up your tongue like well, yeah, Captain this, Crunch. Because the sour stuff is citric acid. Yeah, and there, there's too much of it in there. So it's burning right. her throat raw. Not to mention the fact that she's now coughing and choking. Exactly. And so she drinks the water. Her eyes are bulging. Not because she's afraid that she's not going to be able to take another breath. This kid is afraid because she's sure that her lungs are full of the stuff and now she's going to get pneumonia. Well, that's because I told her that. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> Why do you do these things? Because I want them to remember. You always yell at me for doing the worst case scenario no, no, sort no, no, of no. thing. Yeah, this is because here's the difference. I see them do something dumb and potentially harmful and I exaggerate the the possible consequences of it, right? You see them doing something relatively harmless and inform them that they're going to be kidnapped, raped, and eaten. Right? I see a kid dump a bunch of shit in her lungs and say, hey, you might not want to dump stuff in your lungs. That's how you get pneumonia. You see a kid on the internet and say, do you realize the Google rape satellites have now pinpointed your location and in 10 minutes, large men with rubber truncheons will be at the house to rape you and kill you? I have never said that. Kind of, you do. Not outwardly. <laughs> Not kind, so many words. Kind of you do. There's nothing wrong with being a little bit cautious. You're, but okay. I guess I need to have a class in the art of eating a pixie stick. Well, to be fair, it is a three foot long pixie stick that's two inches around. I know, but you know what was also gross about that? It's the same problem that regular pixie sticks have. 
after a certain point, some of your spit gets in that yeah, tube. So like the pixie get, stick gets, gets all gummed up and the paper starts right. getting all chewed up. You and get a nice gross, crusty little ring clogged. around it. Yeah, I don't approve. Yeah. Do not approve. Now you got slobber down inside that tube and it's all starting to accumulate. And you keep That's talking disgusting. like that. I'm going to just throw you on the floor and do you right here. Turn me on. I'm going to crusty tubes and gritty holes. And mm. Lickamade. Lickamade's kind of hot. I'm sure that's why they changed the name of it. Suck a you know what? That reminds me. Somebody out there needs to find me some tartan tinies. <laughs> Kim cannot find tartan tinies. She's very I stressed about them. it. I used to love oh, them. God. We also need to give the fucking kids lessons about how to play with the dog. I don't know how many times I have to tell people to stop laying down when they play with the dog. Okay, well, you know what? The dog likes when Thing 3 lays down next to her, and she's really squirrely lately because her allergies are awful. She's like everybody else in the house. The allergies are kicking up. Everybody's crabby. Everybody's stupid. And the dog's no different. Her The dog's eyes look like a pair of cherries. They really do. They're completely... Maybe I should take a picture because it's really it's kind awful. of disturbing. They're completely bloodshot all the way around. I mean, they're just red. She's, she's so always unhappy. rubbing them. So I'm, uh, she's uh, hopped up on Benadryl all the time just so she can breathe. Well, she gets excited when the girls come home. Well, so think right. three, she'll put her backpack down and she'll go over and say hello to the dog. Fine. So she goes over there. She lays down. I, I, the dog was happy to see her. Now, the dog has a toy box. All of her toys are in the box right. most of the time. Unless she decides she's going to throw a fit because well, there's no food. And then she knocks the toy box over and right. all the toys go Unless everywhere. she gets agitated, in which case she stands on the edge of the box and bounces up and yeah, down until it falls too. over. Because she's a little bitch that way. <laughs> and so she's so excited that Thing 3 goes over there. She decides that she's going to get in her toy box and get a toy to play with. Right. And so she vaults over... Thing three, who is now completely on her back, right on the ground, doing the thing I've told them never to do. The dog grabs one of her toy bones and then leaps back over to play next to thing three. Only I don't know what the issue is. Maybe her eyes were bugged out too far and they were too gooped up; she couldn't see very well. Maybe she's like all the other people with the vaginas in this house, and she's incredibly clumsy. Maybe that is she misjudged. I'll say. And in her way down to place the bone down on the ground, she basically landed on thing three's face. Not just her face. She landed on her eye. On her eyeball. Now. Full paw onto the eyeball. Correct. Now, my dog doesn't weigh very much. 25 pounds, right? Maybe. Yeah, but she's solid. But that's the thing. She's very solid. And when it all comes down in your eye, it hurts. Now, I was in my den minding my own fucking business. Like I try to be every day. And I I hear the shriek from outside. Then the dog starts barking. Then I hear you screaming. And you're not to be clear, you're not screaming like you're scared. You're screaming like, what the fuck is going on? Exactly, because it's total mayhem from one second to another. Correct. All hell broke loose. Yes. Thing three pops up like a jack in the box. Yes. She's got her hand clamped over her eye and she she is screaming. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I don't like eye injuries. Yeah. They make me nervous. So I, I, I go over there. She won't let me look at it. She's flipping out. And then she finally says to me, I can't show it to you. My eye is falling out. <laughs> no. I was like, what? 
I get into the kitchen <laughs> after all this has happened. I don't know what's going on. And I hear you saying, look, you'll just lay on your back and your eye will pull itself back into your head. <laughs> right. I, I was trying to explain to her that even if it was worst case scenario, the eye would draw back up in, into her head. I was and, 100%, and okay. I was 100% sure that I was going to come around the corner and she was going to have her eye hanging off her cheek. Well, me too. <laughs> <laughs> she had her hand clamped up there, but I had to look. <laughs> so she wasn't going to let me look until she knew it was going to be okay. Oh, my God. But I was flipping out because I was sure I was going to see her eyeball dangling. It's I, not something you can really, you, you don't have a whole lot of time to mentally prepare for that. Much like your severed finger, that's something I don't want to see. Okay. <laughs> if, <laughs> exactly. If somebody's got an eye popped out, don't tell me about it because I have to drive. So she won't move her hand, won't move her hand, won't, won't move her hand. And I said, why don't you explain to me exactly what happened? And so when she told me that the dog actually pushed her eye in, <sighs> then I explained to her that she would really pretty much need a pop on the back of the head to make her eye pop out. And, and oh. this was going in reverse order. Not necessarily Unless it was like on the corner or something. Well, the dog could have, I mean, when it kicked off her face, it could have easily dragged her eye out the side of her, you know what I mean? Pop, yeah, pulled uh, I don't know. So I'm freaking out. And she pulls her hand away. Nothing. It was a little red. Here's the thing, and I, this is why I tell them not to lay down around the dog. Our dog loves its people very much. She's very protective of the people in the house. She loves everybody. She would never hurt anybody intentionally. But if you lay down, and not like on the couch, if you lay down on the floor in the vicinity of her bed, she will show you who the fucking boss is by climbing on you, standing on your face, standing on your chest barking at you to prove that she is the supreme beast and i tell him over and over don't lay down by the dog over by its bed they do it every day and somebody always gets their fucking face stepped on learn learn a canadian artist is creating porn for the blind by turning nude photos into raised images lisa murphy of toronto takes the pictures herself then uses materials like clay, metal, cardboard to make a relief that's put into a machine that spits out formed plastic pages. It's an involved process. An individual image takes up to 50 hours to make, and in turn, every book page is made by hand. Thus, the steep price of a copy of Tactile Mind goes for $225 Canadian dollars each. No porn's worth $225 a book. It's really something that I didn't think was missing in this world. Well, you're not blind, are you? Well, I'm not. And oh, I'm not a big porn viewer either. Maybe you should try it and see if you like it. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, I, I'm still fairly certain that there's something lost. Yes. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's <laughs> I think a it's safe a nice guess. try. I... I can only imagine, like, if you've been blind your whole life, right? And please, if you're blind, I, I understand it's horrible, because trust me, I don't see very well myself. Uh, but I can only imagine if you, you're blind your whole life, you've never seen a woman, you've never touched a booby, you've never had your hand, you know, up inside a vagina, finger in the uterus, you've never had all that going on, and somebody hands you a page and says, here's some porn, I think you're going to be confused. Because it's going to feel a lot like that globe that your grandparents had in the house. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, at first, when I first read the story, I was under the impression that she used different textiles, different things that would actually mimic the way things felt. Ew. Not just to have it just all plastic, plastic. That could, that would not be a nice surprise if you were blind. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. You're feeling around, you're like, what is, ew, <laughs> gross. But then they also have, like, descriptions in Braille. So here's the thing. Even if it's written out, spelled out for you, if you've never seen it before, how descriptive can it be? Right. That's what I'm saying. I almost figured porn for blind people would just be audiobooks. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I I don't know. The whole thing is confusing to me. Of course, there's different degrees of blindness, too. You think somebody's faking it so they can just feel up for books? faking it, but the fact that, you know, some people are legally blind, but they can still see. Well, I am. I'm legally blind, but I can still see. I mean, I guess you wear contacts and shit. Yeah. I, I think the title's kind of dumb. A tactile mind. It's dumb. And do you think she's mean and she made it like a, a universal book? So on one, like you're, you're a guy and you're blind, and you're feeling long and you're feeling all the boobies and the gash and it's all nice. And you flip the page and all of a sudden there's a big cock in your hand. Yeah. Well, That's like what pop I'm up. saying. That's what I'm saying. She's doing, what is that called? Uh, erg paper engineering. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, some of those are quite elaborate. I don't know. I don't really know. I'd almost have to look and see them because, I mean. Now I know what you're getting from Mother's Day. Done deal. Done deal. I don't think, uh, yeah, you don't want it to be like a relief map like you did a project in fifth grade. You know, everybody had to make the terrain of the United States. Exactly. Out of like paper cr- mache. Crinkled up and, paper mache. Yes. Mm, these boobies are old. <laughs> exactly. I'm I don't not know. Really do you sure think maybe, how helpful it is? Do you I guess. think maybe it would be sexier to just give an impression instead of an exact anatomical representation? Because like if I was blind and I'd never seen a vagina before and I was feeling one with my hand, I'd be like, oh, "That's not good. That would scare me." Exactly. Thank God for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know what Glad I'm missing. I don't have to look don't at this care. Thing. I'll tell them what's going on down here. Big old fucking predator mouth. What the hell? I don't really know. Maybe it's a market that we could cash in on. I guess. I mean, if it takes fifty hours and she's charging two hundred and twenty-five dollars, that's not that's not very much. Not making very much per hour there. And I'm not really sure how many copies you'd be selling. You know what I mean? I would sell a lot because I wouldn't call it tactile mine. I would call it tactile titties and bush. Oh yeah, you pretty much have to make it a little racier title, I guess. And it would have a special pass-through tunnel for those guys who just wanted to fuck it. Yeah, okay. So I guess if we have any blind listeners out there and they've actually seen one of these books or they think it's quite useful, I'd like to hear about that. I wouldn't. I think that would be kind of icky. Please don't tell me. Cut out. All right, here's my next story. This one's kind of long. Feel free to paraphrase. Who sent us this one? Uh, This came from Aggie. Okay, thank you. Can posting your opinion on eBay cost you in real life? So far, Michael Stedman has spent $7,000 for his, and he isn't yet done defending himself in a $15,000 defamation lawsuit brought by the man who sold him a reportedly defective time clock. 
Sudden bought the clock for $44 in 2008 and said it had arrived in three pieces that didn't fit together or even seem to be the same model. He got a refund through PayPal's buyer protection plan and sent the merchandise back but wanted other potential buyers to beware. And that's how eBay's supposed to work. Right. You're supposed to leave feedback that's pertinent to the purchase. Correct. You buy shit, somebody sends you the wrong shit, you leave nasty feedback. Or if you're like a lot of people on eBay, you leave nasty feedback no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. Because you're a douche. So essentially he left bad feedback. Right. He just because it to... was due. Right. It was messed up and the seller really shouldn't have gotten positive feedback for that. Although he did get a refund. Yeah, but that's still, even if you get a refund, you should, you're entitled to say this was fucked. This transaction was fucked up. I didn't approve. Uh-huh. So what he did not know was that the seller was a lawyer. And the lawyer had previously 100% positive customer approval rating. And so that one negative really dinged him and ticked him off at the same time. And so, yeah, now he's taking him to court. Yeah, for 15 grand. It's ridiculous. I I will tell people this. Just stop using fucking eBay. It is a wasteland. I, I don't know what happened. I mean, I do know what happened. At some point, eBay decided it was more important to cater to businesses than it was to people who sold shit and bought shit online. Yeah. Just dudes. And, and that's the thing that makes me mad. I remember when eBay started. I, I honestly think I was one of the first real users of eBay. Probably. I mean, we I bought software and shit on there. And it was fucking awesome. And it used to be like bargains galore. You know, people be like, ah, I, got, I got some shit here. I got to sell. Here it is. It was like Craigslist. Only for the whole country. And they would send well, it Well, I to like you. to buy appliance repair parts on eBay. I can get them pretty cheap. That's though. true. That's true. And I made a significant amount of money selling stuff on eBay. And so did you. But like I said, in the past couple of years, it, they just fucked it up. They made it really hard for just normal dudes to sell stuff on eBay. They changed the rating system. And now it really is just, it's not worth it. Most people don't leave feedback. There's no fucking point. Well, I don't even leave feedback anymore. It's gotten to the point where feedback doesn't mean anything. You can only leave a positive for buyers, regardless of yeah, how nasty so they weird. might be. So weird. And it doesn't make any sense. Only a seller can get a negative rating. Well, and I quit using it because of all the fucking bullshit. I used to sell my glass on there. And then literally a year after I started selling my stuff and I was actually doing really well, uh, everybody in China started making copying my shit, copying everybody's shit and selling it for like a nickel online. They completely destroyed an Mm. entire artist market overnight. It's fucking ridiculous. And, he, and we told eBay, we're like, they're, they're posting Chinese shit in the Made in the USA section. Why do you allow that? And they always look the other way. Yeah, eBay would always say, well, the person who's selling it is in the United States. I was like, their fucking address is Hong Kong. It, they're literally selling this shit from Hong Kong. eBay's like, yeah, well, they sell many hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of shit every month. Fuck you, little man. It is ridiculous. I just feel bad for this guy because, I mean, he really didn't do anything wrong. No. He bought a clock. It turned out to be crappy. It was $44. He got his money back, left the feedback, done. As far as he knew, it was done. And really, you know, he did everything. That, maybe he, the choice of words. But even that, his, here's oh, his... Fuck it, man. No, you can read it. His actual words were, bad seller, he has the ethics of a used car salesman. All right. Okay, not great, but still not as inflammatory as many I've seen. 
And I'm pretty sure nobody's going to court over those. No, and the... He's got somebody douchey. The problem is that lawyers are very fucking touchy. And they, they, they're like, I can file a lawsuit. It's not going to cost me any fucking money because, oh, guess what? I'm a lawyer. Mm-hmm. It will fuck up your life, but I'm a lawyer, so who gives a shit? Well, you know, in my opinion, this lawyer, it just makes him look worse. Well, that's the thing. It makes him look petty. That, that's the thing. And I have to deal with lawyers on a regular basis. And I always tell them, they're like, why does everybody hate us? It's not all of you that are bad, but those of you that are bad are the worst. The the ambulance chasers, all that shit, it's the worst. Yeah. And for most people, the only time you have contact with a lawyer is when some shit in your life has gone horribly fucking awry. You know, it's like the dentist. You don't see the dentist when shit's all nice and beautiful. When you see the dentist, he's wanting to fucking pull shit out of your head. Nobody likes that. That's true. So I think if more lawyers had like free seminars come meet the lawyers and they passed out cookies and fucking hot chocolate and had their hot secretaries blow you, I think everybody would be a lot happier. Cut out. People would like lawyers then. Ready for this next story. I better be. You better be careful. Why? What's going to happen? Police are investigating after a Columbus couple's talk of reconciliation ended with the woman repeatedly slashing the man with two butcher knives. The Columbus Ledger Inquirer reported Sunday that Columbus police met with a 22-year-old man at the medical center after he drove himself there for treatment. He said he and his ex-girlfriend started arguing at her apartment Friday as they discussed reconciliation. The man told the woman he didn't want to be with her anymore. He told police she then went into the kitchen, came back with two butcher knives, and blocked the apartment door. He was cut on the face, arm, and hand during the ensuing struggle. No. <laughs> We talked earlier about the fact that I can't, you, you clearly think chicks are hitting on me and I, I can't tell, right? I think you knew, but okay. I, I really do. I, I, I really, I can't. Like I said, it's like everything else. You've ruined a lot of things for me. I can't tell when chicks are hitting on me. I don't enjoy buying things anymore. It's just ruined. But I really think I'd be able to tell if you were planning on reconciling and really what you meant to do was come to my house with a pair of butcher knives and carve my ass up. Well, I think they were discussing rationally up to a certain point. And then she goes, um, wait here for a second. Don't you move. <laughs> I will say this. I ever see you with butcher knives. I'm not sticking around to find out what's well, going to no happen. Kidding. And if and you get between me, the door, yeah. if you get between me and the door, I'm, I'm going out pick, the window. I'm going to pick up a couch and hit you with it. Going and then I'm the going to go the other way. Well, here's the thing. When you enter a room, you must find two other <laughs> escape routes. Trust me, I know. I will never be in a room with you when I don't know how to get out without passing you. I, I don't know when you're going to pull knives and start cutting. Whatever. You're mean, Kim. Whatever. People like you because you're lovable, but I, I don't know. know. I'm, I'm knife shy. After cutting my thumb off, I can't even watch shows with knives in it. <laughs> I... It is it is more fun to watch Project Runway with you and Iron Chef with you now than ever before in the past. I'm too skittish. Uh, you, <laughs> some Iron Chefs like Morimoto. Morimoto cuts himself two or three times oh, every man. episode. Right, every episode he, he cuts himself, and he he doesn't care. He just keeps going. He cuts himself. Big deal. Every time you're practically crying. You're almost in tears. I'm not. I'm just squirming a bit. Yeah, you're squirming That's like all. somebody was pulling a fish hook through your guts. I mean, you're just Can't like, help you're it. Like, oh. And when, when they show people on Project Runway with the rotary cutter, you, oh man, you do no cry. You do cry a little guard. bit. Guard, <laughs> you cry a little bit. 
<laughs> oh, it's because I know one of these times somebody's going to have a terrible accident. They might not be so lucky. That'd be the highest rate of How are you lucky? You went to the hospital and they cut off your thumb. I came back. <laughs> That's how I got lucky. They might not. <laughs> I still can't believe that was how they fixed it. Uh, I'm going to cut it off. Why? It'll grow back. Hmm. It's a large... They did not say that either. They didn't say it would grow back. That's what the doctor told you. He goes, I'll cut it off. It'll grow back. You'll be fine. And you went, huh? No, I don't remember Snip. him saying it would you grow know, back. Well, come on, Kim. There's a lot of that. Just like I said, yeah, that's messed up. It's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> that that piece is dead. It was, to be fair, it was kind of grayish by the time we got there. Well, yeah, there, really. wasn't, there wasn't much finger there, and whatever blood there was was gone. I mean, it wasn't like it was getting any blood from yeah, here, even though you had mashed it back together trying to hold it in place. Dead chunk of flesh sitting there. So gross. Disgusting. Nasty, nasty girl. I don't know how you go from a reconciliation talk to somebody getting stabbed, though. I don't know. Maybe he thought they were going to have makeup sex before the fight was even over. And she was like, eh, that's it. Well, it would be nice if you ladies would just learn to go to the makeup sex. Like, get mad and then go, can we just fucking get this over with? Don't you think marriages would last longer if whenever women got mad, they were just like, can we just, let's just fucking go and get it back. We just get back to normal. It doesn't always fix everything. The issues are still there. If you, I don't know. If I was mad at you and you just decided to throw a good fuck in my way, I'd get over it. I would get angry at you more often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't need to be encouraging that now, do we? Yeah. Even people are saying you're surprised you just didn't duct tape it back on. Even Kim I tried knew. a even, little bit. <sighs> I just didn't have time to grab that. Even you knew that it was it was fucked. Well, I did. <laughs> you're making me, you're like, I can't fix that. I got to go to the hospital. I did try to fix it. Remember, I picked up the piece and put it back on <sighs> You're now. gross. Gross, 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 gross. Uh, we talked last week a little bit about the, uh, the amazing race that we're going to do for the show. Right. It's the Are We There Yet official race, as well as the weight loss challenge. They're two separate but related things. Uh, Derek, who listens to the show, has uh, politely agreed that he's going to run the weight loss portion of it. Now, I'm going to put some uh, information up on our website. By the time you hear the show, you can go to the website, arewetheryetpodcast.com, and all the info will be there, and you'll get the send stuff, and it'll be awesome. And then we'll take, everybody will see you know, how much weight you lost, how far you rode your bike, and you can see if you can outrun a 12-year-old girl. That's really what it boils down to. Ten. There's a ten year old and a fifteen year old, so I just went with twelve. Oh, I see. Well average there. Right. Well, uh the thing about the weight loss thing though is you have to be comfortable with revealing your weight, right? Well or okay. are we just gonna do it by we, percentage? Well, we can talk about it, about exactly how we're gonna do that. Maybe you just send the percentage of weight you lost that week. I don't know. If you're too lazy to do the math, you send your starting and ending weight. Uh, we'll figure it out. But by by the time you listen to the show, it should be Friday. It'll all be set up and ready. We'll we'll start. We'll start. It's going to be the summer challenge. It'll be good. It'll be our own little version of Get Fit America. Yep. And if you ride further, faster than Kim, she'll show you your boobs. Well, I think, you know, really, at this point, I'm way behind everybody else. Yeah, I did 17 the... miles the first day, and then I haven't been back on yet. That's the problem, though. You may only get on the bike every two or three days, but you'll ride 30 miles every time you get on, so... Let's just see. Well, you only have an hour, so I can't. Yeah. Unless I'm totally 
I, I can't do that many. Tim will end up taking amphetamines and riding through the night. No. Fiend, lion, she'll cheat. Tim's a notorious. I, I actually think Think Three is in the lead at this point. Yeah, I think three is pretty dedicated to the whole process. So we'll, mm, we'll, put, we'll put the info out and get the standings and everything. It'll be good. It'll be good. You know, you want to be part of it. And if you don't, well, you're a pussy. Cut it out. Some people don't need to lose the weight. Well, that's Just true. Saying, if you're already perfect, then you don't have to worry about it. But if you're already perfect, then you should send us some na- naked pictures of yourself so that we can see how perfect you are. Right, there Kim? you go, Georgia girl. He's talking to you. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. You any other stories over there? I do not. You sure? Mm-hmm. Please don't stab me. I'm not going to. Okay. Promise. Uh, if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Also, if you know the answer to this question. Fucking Magnus, how do they work? You should call us and tell us. <laughs> how do you think he thinks magnets work? I don't know their magic. Does he think there's tiny, there's tiny, tiny clowns in there trying to get to each other? They're running at each other constantly. Weird. Email. Or you did the email. Um, Call us. Email. Which one? Do you want? I need to do email rwtyshow at gmail.com. Don't forget you can chase us. I believe Bray leaves a review on Podcast Alley. Vote for us. iTunes stuff. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. This is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastelly.com. Mm-hmm.